This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tendeflitti. And me, Einstein Rabbe. We go boldly into the unknown to find the greater truths about ourselves and the human existence. And we share it with you, listeners. Oh, yes. Now, in this episode, which is a uh, uh, the audio from the Wake Up Show, our uh, weekly live show, uh, which you can check out on uh, patreon.com slash the wake up show. Maybe yes. show your support if you feel like it. Please do. That would, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be great. Mm. Um, our guest is uh, Will or William, uh, whom we met because of the wake up show. Yeah, he just sent us a video introducing himself and... Uh, we just invited him yeah, because what better way why to get not? to know someone than on our show yes and what a guy mm. uh, what a treat uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to having him on again again yes yeah enjoy Welcome to the Wake Up Show. It's early morning here in Norway, in uh, uh, California. It's late night, and uh, in Asia, it's uh, afternoon. And we're back as usual every week. Uh, this episode is um, called Unfuckable. Um, I think I pronounced that right. Uh, Ulf says yes, um, which is a good thing. And uh, uh, what I want you to really uh, consider tonight is to, or today, I would say, for some reason, I always say tonight when we are actually doing this seven o'clock in the morning here in Norway. Uh, but it is unfuckable, fuckable, so it's going to be okay. Uh, anyway, look for insights, not uh, details, facts, uh, not all the usual stuff you look for in a conversation or in a in a science show or whatever you watch, but this is just underneath the surface. There might be some magic to explore and to realize. So this could be a life-changing conversation then. That's what it means. Good morning, good evening, good night, good everything. This is the wake-up show, and I guess by the looks of it, yeah, you're awake, both literally and hopefully metaphorically as well. First off, we got pa- Patreon. Pa- be a patriot. Go to our Patreon and support this wonderful show, making it the greatest show in the universe. In all time, in all the multiverses, we're going to be like the the top one. Thanks to you. And thank you to all you patrons out there. Your support really makes a difference. And we're going to push forward and make this 
the most unfuckable show in ever. I like yeah. that. You like that? Yes, I like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so what's the, what's what's this what's this thing about unfuckable uh, unfuckable I, uh, Robert? What, what what's what's going I, on over here? I, I learned this uh, this term from uh, from a good friend of mine, which is uh, sitting uh, across my the table here, and uh, it is it is almost like I would I would say that life might be or actually life is uh, unfuckable. But the only way to realize to to actually figure it out is to try to experiment with life, and you always come back to the same conclusion, which is unfuckable. <sighs> it's a deep knowing in deep inside of you, which is that just the sheer fact that this is a can't fail operation, and especially when it feels like you're like you're failing, that's the that's. That's what you're actually feeling. Mm. It's that that deep inside of you. There is this knowing that you just can't mess this up. Now, on uh, Thursday, I believe, uh, I was I was uh, was feeling like things were a bit stressful. Like things were feel, feeling like ah, this is yeah. You were kind of tense on I, Thursday. I would say I was kind of tense on yeah, Thursday, yeah. and it was like ah. What? What? Ah, 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 just give me, give me, give me, give me something, uh, uh, universe. I, I just need something some, not tense. Need yeah. something to take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then, boom! In our mailbox, there was a video clip. Yes, let's see the video clip. Let's see the video yeah. clip. Hey guys, uh, William here. I just listened to episode one of the Wake Up podcast and I just wanted to um, say thank you guys and I really appreciate how open and honest you guys were. Uh, it was really lovely to listen to and I've, you've got some more that I'm going to check out and just wanted to tell you guys that I'm an English guy living in Oslo in Norway. I can't snack a little nosk when they're a little for but yeah, I just wanted to send you guys a big thanks and say that I'm living in Oslo and I've had my own spiritual journey. It's been crazy and I'd love to get in touch with you guys. It's been quite a lonely road, you know, being able to talk on these topics with people. Um, yeah, uh, I've just actually wrote a book on my journey. So if uh, if we could get in touch and, you know, meet up or do whatever, it'd be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you for what you guys are doing and yeah, maybe hopefully we can get in touch. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs> wow. Now that was quite the message to get there on a stressful Thursday, and I was—I think at the end of the clip, I was—I had like uh, tears of joy in my eye. I was like, "Wow, yes, that was wow. beautiful." And then we were like, "Well, when can we meet this wonderful person? How about right now?" Hello, William. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Good to have you here. Love it to be here. Yeah. He's got that. Bit I got of the got the thing. We're going to talk about the Britmore thing, I, but but uh, first of all, thank you so incredibly much for for reaching out. No problem. Like I said, I've been um, hiding away for some years, and uh, yeah, as soon as I saw your guys put a little podcast and the conversation you guys were having, I was like, I need to get involved in wow. this. This is my sort of frequency. Yeah, uh, I like that. 
And sure enough, I didn't expect to be called up on the <laughs> <laughs> a couple of days later. Hey, guys, yeah, jump yeah. in. <laughs> it's it so cool that you just said yes to join us here in the studio live yeah, on yeah. Facebook yeah. right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, that's the thing, right? Which, which uh, I felt especially on, on this, this special day when you came into our life was, was, I was sort of like just asking the universe for just something. <laughs> give me, give me something. <laughs> and, and I, and I was present and I was awake and I was like, it's, there it is. Mm. Uh, And uh, uh, and uh, I, I feel we all just went along with that invitation, and now we're here. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There is something about saying yes to the invitations of life, mm -hmm. and I think that also when we are, since the topic of this show is unfuckable, <laughs> I think uh, that's uh, that's a clue. I think to 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 even uh, to to at all be able to figure out that life isn't fuckable you have to say yes to the invitations otherwise you won't it won't look like it is unfuckable yeah 100 percent. yeah I made so, so many so what's your uh, what's your um take on unfuckable william well i had a little think about it after ulf told me that's how i say your name right that's that's ulf. perfect um he said the the topic was unfuckable and uh <laughs> I had to think about a diamond was what came to my mind in when I actually thought about it. Seen as they're just so unfuck upable, right? Mm -hmm. They're meant to be like the hardest, yeah, yeah, most perfect crystal that exists. Mm. And then, um, how do things become diamonds? Well, obviously that they were trees or carbon matter once upon a time, and they go through torture, they go through pain and horrible processes, yeah, refinement by nature. And uh, poof, and you get to that solid form somewhere along the journey. Mm. Uh, so that would be, be my point. And I've made many, uh, I like to look, my life has been a open-hearted, tumbling ball of chaos and joy and sadness, of all sorts really. And I'm not saying I'm a diamond by any means, but I'm saying Kinda I'm... Kind of look like a diamond, a, bit, a little bit. It's, that's yeah. the aloe vera yeah. on my face right now. Yeah, I know, is it shiny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but that yeah. that that was my um, my thoughts on the on on the the non-existent word that I don't think actually is a word, right? Mm. Unfuckupable. Now it is. It, it yeah. is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urban it's dictionary. clearly a word now, and it mm. should be in the dictionary, like mm. by far, right? I really like the diamond analogy, and that was beautiful. Uh, what's the t like diamond in the rough? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's, uh, that's a thing, right? You can yeah you can find that somewhere maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, like uh, like the um, like the whole butterfly thing as well. So you're like this uh, caterpillar mm -hmm. and you're moving slowly around and you just don't know what's what's up and you're just ingesting 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 and then it's time to just let that, all that go and uh, the, the 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 caterpillar actually just disintegrates in inside the. Mm. Metamorphosis. Yeah, it's a metamorphosis, mm -hmm. and and it's a completely different thing, mm -hmm. like with charcoal and the diamond. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, that's I it. guess. It's yeah, na natural yeah. processes. The yeah. the natural process. The natural process yeah. of life. Life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you, Ulf, uh, you you brought this kind of 
term to to our podcast. I brought, brought the show. word to the to the table. What's your take on it? What's my take on on fuck up a bull? Well, here's the thing. You always wanted to be here, right? This is all you ever wanted. This is your gift to yourself. What a precious, beautiful, gorgeous gift. But in order to make it a proper and delicious and deliriously insane gift, you have to forget that you gave the gift to yourself and you also have to make it seem sort of like it's not available to you. But to make sure that you don't lose your way completely, deep, 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 underneath all these layers of I'm useless, I'm worthless, I'm a piece of shit, I'm a fraud, there's a small nugget. And that nugget is you're unfuckable or you're good enough or you're, you're perfect or... It's just remembering that to me is like coming back home. Now, uh, I, I believe uh, I really liked the Narnia take on the whole thing where these kids are in the real world and, uh, uh, and the world's at war even because it's like probably the Second World War. William is nodding and hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and things in real life are not that good. So they, they go to this faraway fantasy place called Narnia uh, uh, where magical things happened and there are kings and queens and, uh, and uh, obviously by the fact that they come from war they sort of bring bring that aspect into the, the reality of Aslan um, but at the end of the whole series uh, the author just wraps the two universes into one because they're always in Narnia it's just a matter of opening your eyes and seeing the magical place that is here and uh, we tend to forget that, mm. like, all the freaking time. Mm. I forgot it, like, five times yesterday, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and I remembered uh, twice. <laughs> do you have, a, like, a practical analogy for how, how you remind yourself when you've forgotten? Well, it's so easy, right? So things are falling apart. Then you just need to center in and repeat... This is unfuckable. I'm in Narnia. I'm in Narnia. <laughs> but this is what I always wanted. Is my take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it when I feel resistance inside myself, when I'm sort of like, oh, this feels this this how how on earth did I end up here? And I'm just checking in, and I see this is what I always wanted, mm-hmm. and I know this to be true. And I know this to be good, and it's a learning experience. And I just, the moment I surrender, surrender and accept that, yeah, then I'm a fucking superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I, uh, why, why not be your own superhero when you can? Why make life uh, something so? boring as being a victim in a way like ironically yeah. though superhero movies tend to, t- yeah. to be all about the superheroes being in all that's types of a, troubles that's mm-hmm. a good point yeah yes resistance is a funny thing isn't it it's uh we did, what do we need to resist all the time even in situations that are 
very uncomfortable and unnatural. If you, like you said, if you can find that space inside you, that little nugget that you were talking about, that you know is you, mm. and that there's no one can touch that, that that's protected somewhere deep within. Yeah. There's no resistance. That's uh, that's how I find my peace in those situ- in similar situations, like you you said. Yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, I have a space within me that no one can touch, and that I know there is me in there. You know, if that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dealt with a lot of adversity in my life, though, to mm. to get to that place. If if that makes sense. Yeah. It took a long time to find that space within mm. and to protect it. And mm. to know when someone's trying to, you know, if someone tries to attack you, you know, a certain belief or a, something that you hold, um, I had to learn not to react and to to stay in that space where, yeah, I can hit, I can agree with you, disagree with you, respect you, yeah, all at the same time, and not, yeah, not be in a, yeah, reactive mode. I think that's uh, so, so, something in there. Similar Reactive to what you mode. I, I like that way of putting it. Yeah. I, like how of how much we do that in life when we're not conscious. I, I think even even us sitting here, uh, we talk about being being awake and all these things. Like for every single layer, in a way, there is this. You react until you realize that you're reacting to something. Yeah, yeah. And then you can kind of take a conscious ownership of your what's what's inside of you. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and then uh, you can look at your in, y- the intentions. You yeah. you can control your attention, and that gives you a better clarity of your intention, mm. if that makes sense. Because if you're in reactive mode, then your um, your attention's taken away. You're not as focused on something, and yeah. then your intention at the same time because it's like a push and pull thing. Mm. Duality. You guys have talked about it a lot yeah, on the yeah. show. You know these sorts of things. There's a video coming up in a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> not yet, not yet. But it's like uh, this video talks about boxes, how we tend to live inside of or live through different kind of ideas. You know, like mm-hmm. you have to be this way or that way to fit in or to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's interesting. How we also the conscious process or the unconscious process is how we until we realize. That we're not in need of fitting in, um, we kind of try to. Well, at least this is my experience, though. I, until I realized I'm part of the picture, I always try to. And this is goes kind of layer by layer. My unconscious reaction is to kind of to figure out how I calculate myself out of the picture, not to be in the way of life, in a sense. Um, also, when in my spiritual awakening going through this process of thinking that the point is to be so spiritual that I don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. So so every reaction to to life was, okay, how am I in the way of this? And then trying to just disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, until I realized, oh, maybe the point is that I'm going to be here as well. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, uh, when you were talking about the, Getting, getting, sort of being a part of the picture is, you know, when you take a family photo, someone has to take the picture. Mm. So who's not going to be a part of the story? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's yeah, who yeah. needs to step outside and look in into the to the situation? And and yesterday, my my youngest uh, daughter, she had her third uh, birthday, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, 
uh, I was taking some pictures, and then at at one point I was like, "This it's comfortable to sort of look at the situation." But at one point, I just had to put the camera down and go be with my daughter yeah, and so. be in the situation yeah. because, like, obviously, looking fr- from the outside, like looking at a movie, is has some. It gives you some sense of like being there, but to actually to actually be there, I would have to put the actual camera down and go over to her and play with the toys. Or, or uh, I heard you mention that actually in uh, one of the episodes before you mentioned that you had to not mess around with the buttons so much and that made it much easier for you to actually be present in the conversation yeah and yeah. Then, uh, I, could, I could easily mm. i can understand i can feel that now with you guys you know having to mm. mess around with other things that you can't get as deep into yeah. certain ideas and things like that yeah yeah no pre- being present is it's a powerful thing isn't it it really is yeah it's yeah. super powerful yeah there's a message on the the, the the Facebook chat, which is saying, Hi, Papa. He's not Adrian. Well, that's good. Yes. Hey, Adrian. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I think it's time to uh, to show the video. Now, just to be clear, what video is it that I'm showing this? To it's uh, number two. The, the freedom, freedom of struggle? No, no, no. No! Uh, it's called VB02. Oh, shit, yes. sorry. <laughs> Sorry to all uh, um, you can part, about, part about um, if you want to use the subtitles or not. I'm going to use the subtitle okay. ones. That's okay, that's fine. We are all on a quest to live our best life, and it seems like we spend every moment of it trying to fit into all these boxes. Boxes common ideals of how life should be, doing what seems to be the right things, following unwritten rules. And then hope that when we finally get there, it will make us feel alive, living the good life. We are so convinced there's a common formula we have to follow in order to live our life as if someone outside of yourself can possibly know what's best for you. But if you are not the one creating the boxes, then whose life are you really living? Do you know how rare it is in this world to have a personal experience or relationship with something? One-to-one, just yourself alone without being contaminated? Every institution in the world is working on the mind of the child to condition it to think like other people and to have everything secondhand and everything borrowed. We have repeated over and over again the idea of someone else's life so that we don't recognize the truth within ourselves. We all have a great need for acceptance. You must trust that your beliefs are unique, your own, even though others may think them odd or unpopular, even though the herd may go, that's bad. (laughs) Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference.
we didn't grow up uh, with the sense that where we were was where we were going to be. You know, we grew up with the sense that where we were almost didn't matter because we were it, becoming we were becoming right. something greater. Success is somehow measured by how well you can fit into someone's box. And the reward? You get to do the same thing again and again and again, believing that you're getting somewhere. They can't give me what they can't give me. It looks like security comes from the right money or the right partner. It looks like self-esteem comes from the right weight or the right uh, clothes. It looks like success comes from certain achievements. That's all bullshit. And I think what happens is we make this situation more complex than it has to be. Because do. we're looking for complexity. There's got to be Absolutely. something complex to understand. It right? can't be that easy. No. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. I'm saying I'm the proof that you can ask the universe for it. Let's see that. You can ask the universe for it. If you don't know and have a core, like deep grounded understanding that you are perfect, then you would naturally, it would make sense to you to try and be perfect. And then you walk around in life trying instead of being. The people that inspire us are those people that are true to themselves, who believe in something and go for it, who walk their own path. The reason you get inspired is because you recognize something within yourself that you might not be listening to right now. So the more you're able to align yourself and the choices you make in your life with who you truly are on the inside, the more you will get into this flow of life because you are a part of that. You have to believe that something different can happen. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. Whether it be being an artist, or where that you know, difference will give you an edge, or whether it be a business person will give you the edge, or whether that's uh, just enjoying life where other people don't notice it because they live like everybody else. To me, difference is the coolest thing in the world. It doesn't mean you have to be different for the sake of being different. It means being different when that difference is you. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Allow yourself to let life happen for you. Allow yourself to be you. 
What it is really about is you taking yourself seriously. Not trying to fit into someone else's life, but allowing yourself to create your own life, following your inner guidance, accepting who you are. beautiful video did you guys put that together uh i made it a while ago yeah okay that was you yeah. over the talking yeah, that over was the top. Voice yeah. Over, yeah. yeah you uh, made a motivational video yes I i'm very i'm i'm very motivated yeah me motivated? too i'm ready i'm ready <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> then then it worked <laughs> yeah what uh what do you guys think not, not about the video but the message of the video uh yeah it was beautiful there was yeah. lots of um lots of messages in there but mm. the overall the overall message for, for, i yeah. wouldn't disagree with it there's so many guy people that i look up to in that video you know mm. some heroes of mine you know in, inspirational yeah. people who have lived there who have been true to themselves who have yeah. expressed themselves exactly. un unapologetically and you know and it's um like you said being in that box that we're raised in that kind of corporate mm. box that we just struggle to yeah. you know so true so so this is uh the reason i wanted to show this video in this particular show is because uh as i don't know anything about you william but mm -hmm. uh but i i'm i got from the video you sent us that you have been through some kind of process some kind of awakening yeah, yeah. and this video was kind of my awakening like i i spent probably a couple of years making that video just because it was a continuous process i was going through a lot of things at the same time so uh yeah i'm just curious what is what is your journey and what is your awakening and what what have you been through so i grew up kind of in a working class background mm -hmm. just um in cambridge in england and uh my parents got divorced when i was 10 years old and that was kind of the first time that i got sad you know, before that, even though I wasn't wealthy or anything, I, I loved life. It was beautiful, you know, climbing in dens and f out in the fields and messing around with all my friends and everything. It was beautiful. And then after my parents got divorced, there was like a, a shift in my life, like a, a sadness took over and I became quite rebellious mm -hmm. and quite um, naughty. And uh, then it took me some years before I got into to kind of get over that pain, but it, I'd never addressed it. it. It just kind of fell away to the side and new adventures like girls and new uh, like life you know as growing up through adolescence into teenage years um it just took over my attention um but i always was like a natural kind of philosopher i was always a deep thinker and my dad was a nature man and i was always asking him questions but he, no one was religious and i never got any answers and it just wasn't enough for me like i don't know i couldn't tell you and if couldn't tell you why um, it was just natural for me. None of my friends were really into these sort of big questions. Mm. Um, and then, so when I got to sixth form, I was able to study philosophy and environmental science at A-level. So what's Vigelundskola, is that what it's called in Norwegian? Like when you're 16, 17, 18, before university. Okay. Yeah. And um, that really opened my eyes up to ask big questions, the big questions about society, big questions about ourselves, like who am I? Why am I, why are we here? You know, mm. these basic, simple, but huge questions. And um, 
that was kind of my approach to morality and I, I never had religion or spirituality up until that point you know um, and then uh, I went to university to study environmental science um, and I had a philosophical kind of leaning a social science side of leaning and I was I was I, have, I thought humans were ill like uh, I thought we, there was something wrong with us you know like mm. what we were doing to the planet how we treated each other and um, yeah there was just a sadness within me that I was unaddressed and um, I became a little bit of a drug addict to be honest with you <laughs> it can happen yeah it's uh, not not unusual to yeah <laughs> not massively bad I was just a like a lonely stoner I call myself the philosopher stoner hmm. it's like a um, philosopher stone yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I um yeah no so I had some some inner darkness I just uh, needed addressing and it was simply a question of identity I didn't know who hmm. I was didn't know who we were as as people firstly as as a community and then as a nation and then all of these big questions about who we were and then um, I met a Norwegian girl at university and uh, decided to move over to Oslo and that this time she was she went to do a master's degree in environmental science and I got a job in a warehouse picking here in Oslo mm -hmm. and I started hanging around with all these Swedish immigrants and uh, they introduced me into lots of psychedelics and all of these new sports of spirituality I had this hippie friend who was massive into Hinduism and Buddhism and all these sorts of things and It was kind of what I had been, it was almost like a natural process. It was like something was pulling me along this journey, unbeknownst to me, you know, like I went to them, studied the environment, studied about climate change, learned about the whole, what's going on in sustainability and all those sorts of things. And um, and uh, so my heart was hurting, but I never had the spiritual side of things. Never resonated with religion just because it just never didn't have it in really in my life, and never really re resonated with me. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I met these guys, and they introduced me to the spiritual side of things. And my girlfriend at the time, she wasn't so open to these sorts of ideas and th these sorts of experiences. Um, and uh, so we broke up, and then I kind of dived in deep. So I would go off into the forests here and explore consciousness by myself. And I got into yoga and I started meditating. Um, and then, yeah, I had a real big spiritual awakening in 2012, 2013, mm. where I just kind of, it just, it kind of came to me. Like you say, I, I remembered stuff. Like it, it wasn't new. It was yeah. it was something that I felt that was embedded within me. Yeah, right, the remembering part, that, that, that always gets me. It's like, you always... You always knew. Yeah. yeah. What? But, but, but that can't be. I'm just a poor little insignificant son of a bastard. Just, <laughs> how, how, how could I ever deserve yeah. anything? And I'm like, yeah. but it, wow. It is like, I think sometimes on the spiritual journey, you get kind of insights like, wow, oh, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. But the really deep insights is guy on when you just, oh, I know this. <laughs> This is how it works. <laughs> yeah. Like you always knew. It just you weren't ready to realize it until now, and it's a really rewarding process when you. I've been searching yeah, though. Yeah. I've been searching. You know, I believed in ghosts and stuff when I was little. You know, mm. and like all this, I've always had an open mind. I've just yeah. always had a very rational mind at the same time. And if I don't have sufficient effort, evidence to, you know, construct a honest framework of thought inside my head and I can't hold my hand on my heart and say it's I believe that to be true yeah. you know so I collected I guess I collected evidence on, mm. on this journey until it all connected together and I have a a good under inner overstanding as Tupac 
would yeah. say. Um, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of, yeah, of a spiritual side to reality now. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's been... But I think, I think it's important to acknowledge that this kind of uh, um, researcher within us, like sometimes on the... On the on the surface, we can you know can, we can like watching a thriller or like detective show or something like that because it's interesting to just go on this journey of discovery. Like, mm-hmm. we what's what, what's been happening here? Like, who was the the criminal? Something something like because I think that's that's natural part of us. It's the adventure, isn't it? The adventure, yeah, yes. So, but also when you start diving into the spiritual journey, it's kind of it's the same process. It's only like it goes in inwards or kind of in your mind yeah, like yeah. into things you have and to trust yourself yeah you have to trust yourself, you and, trust yourself. and the only way to start doing it is to 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 be the researcher or the adventurer yeah, yeah. yeah. not to lean on anyone else yeah, yeah just to find um yeah the intuition yeah you know that, exactly. that's some that's something and somewhere along that journey you realize what Ulf is always saying that everyone is uh, sharing you like everyone is on your side yeah yeah there's no there's no like enemies out there Sean Stevenson says that do you know Sean Stevenson no he's a a little guy he's I'm not sure if he's alive anymore but um, he was he was like um, disabled or I don't really know how to say it Mm -hmm. Um, but he became a motivational speaker and he always said that his secret to his life was that he believes everyone is wants him to win even mm-hmm. those who yeah. don't even know it. Yeah. Everyone that is cheering beautiful. for him to win. Yeah. Even yeah. if even the ones who don't even know it. Yeah. And uh yeah, man, when I l- heard him say those words, I was like, Whoa, if I could actually believe that, mm. the power that could come from it. But a, I, it's a different life. I I, yeah. I, I, sh- I tried. It lasted <laughs> for like seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting though. And I've also um like we were I was speaking with uh, a friend of ours, uh, uh Ken about the fear of speaking in front of an audience. Mm. And uh, we both were like, but deep inside you know that they're rooting for you. Like, they're on your side. They want you to to to, to succeed. Mm-hmm. And and I think it all points back to you again, is when you're looking at someone, when they're performing, you also, at one level, will want them to succeed. But if you're stuck in your egoic mind, you might also secretly want them to fail because that will make you look better uh, but but the moment you realize that you're them that you're part of this if you're is, in love if yeah. you're not in hate you <laughs> yeah. know like, there's haters everywhere but you know like yeah. you, you can't change that you know like you, you, the only way to deal with hate is to to love them and to understand them you know like when you so hate, war doesn't solve anything what uh, what what what, no, what? No. I was try, sure, I was try again sh- to check. Yeah. Have, we've we've been for thousands of years now do, using war as a means uh, to solve our problems, and you're saying it doesn't work. It's the illusion of the finite reality, <laughs> though, isn't it? Mm. Is this your glass of water or mine? <laughs> <laughs> is it half full or is it half empty? Yeah. Uh, another thing uh, that I really we've been talking about this movie uh, Contact with Jodie Foster uh, recently. I haven't seen it. So. Uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but. There is uh, 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 she f- she finds fi- finds out something like we're not alone in the universe. I think is what she finds out. That's like the setup of the film. Mm-hmm. But she has to convince everyone that what she has experienced is true. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and and I really like because that's the 
that that's to me it's that's at the core of it all that's the gift right yeah. is that you will get this deep knowing inside of you and when you share it with others they'll be like well how can you prove that and and mm-hmm. but, but i just know mm-hmm. yeah and then they're like, well, could you scientifically like measure it or put it into a cup or could we see it? Or and it's like, well, you just have to experience it. I think us. we're all seeds. I think we're all seeds. And even the sun's shining up above. And even when one sprouts through the soil, others are still under the soil. And the other yeah. seed can't go, hey, guys, the sun's up here. And, uh, like, <laughs> if, you, if you can see what I'm saying. Like, that's... That's the spot. Yeah, that's just the experience from trying to force people to understand things that I've learned. And I realized that I can't force other people to understand things. Like everyone has their their time, their journey to to sprout. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's um, a good, good way of putting it. Yeah. Respect other people's journey. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. exactly. So it's time to uh, for the next video, which is number 3B. I'm gonna just uh, just elegantly talk a little <laughs> while I cut to the video. Yes. I, I think there is absolutely great value in the fight and the struggle aspect of life. Also, when you think you are fighting and struggling towards an opponent with the opposite uh, uh, views that you may have, and there is something earned and gained in that process. But you have, at a certain point, to surrender to your enemy, recognizing that the opposite part has part of the answer to the riddle of life. As long as you only think that your own approach is right, you're doomed to, I mean, you you, you can't solve the riddle of life because you miss a part. That doesn't mean that you have to agree with everyone else in their views, but you have to appreciate that there is a core of truth in every viewpoint. There is a core of truth in every viewpoint without any exception. This means that any human beings who, who, who really hold a view to something has a right to have that view and there is some part of truth hidden in it. If you can at least start recognizing that, you'll get out of this quagmire of staying at the same place all the time. You, you will evolve in struggles, but at a certain point you need to meet your opponent. You need to meet what you fought against because there is unfinished business in it. So no matter how much you think you can come out and transcend it, it will wait on the next corner and say, we are not finished. We have things to look at. And the question is then, are you ready for that? Uh, Are you interested in discovering the value of what you were fighting against? Not agreeing with everything in it, but seeing that there is actually a value in the other viewpoint, in the other approach to life. And that, that's e- it's easy to say, I know, but, uh, but, but, but when you start realizing even small lessons in your own life about this, it really is a major revelation because you, you have to approach another human being 
with a new attitude because you are actually looking into a mirror. The brother and sister out there is yourself uh, in a new, in, in another version. And when you start realizing that you are looking into your own eyes, you are experiencing beauty. And at the same time, the, the miracle is that you are looking at a completely different aspect of life. So you have this wonder and magic of difference and the sameness at the same time. And I think the only, the, the, the deep beauty of that we are not just individual, individual people, but we are also collective beings is that we are in an individual situation in the universe, but we can only define ourselves as individuals when we recognize that we are part of a collective. No collective exists without individuals. No individual exists without a collective. So we need the belonging to the greater whole in order to become ourselves. That's seemingly a paradox, but it's a beautiful reality. Wow! Wow! That was uh, that was that was perfect. Mm. That hit the hit the spot. Mm. Interesting. <sighs> yeah. So we're talking about the unfuckable, fuck, the unfuck up able. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how does it relate to this uh, video we just watched? Is this a quiz? I it's a quiz. Know there would be. <laughs> and I, then I'm, I have to pay it close. It can, we right the clip? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we watch the clip again? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what he... Um, unfuckable in terms of what he said. He said a number of things, though. He, uh, he, uh, at the beginning, he was talking about embracing other people's viewpoints and that there's truth inside everyone's viewpoint. Mm. And I guess that's, from, at least I can only reference, speak for myself and um, being able to accept that other people can have have their perspective mm. in, in what he's saying is that even, even if you don't disagree, even if you can disagree with someone, you don't, you can't force anyone. The respect of free will, of freedom of speech is so fundamental and, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that would be my touching yeah. point on that. I have to admit that on my spiritual journey, I've uh, I've kind of been thinking a lot um, that I'm that I'm right because finally I've understood it, the spiritual truth about life. Mm -hmm. So everyone that doesn't get it, they're just a bit slow. That's the Messiah uh, complex. Yeah, yeah. So I got the right answer. It's only about. It's only going to be time until everyone else realized the same answer and as um it's kind of interesting to be in that trap mm -hmm. uh because uh i've been there yeah me, like me, me too and i and i also i go there sometimes even now like now i'm I'm aware of the trap uh but i still go there sometimes the worst place for me is um people in my old life uh mm. mostly like my family when, yeah. when i actually after i had my spiritual spiritual awakening um, you know the whole third eye and all that sort of stuff mm. you know breaking down higher dimensions yeah. um, <laughs> all that jazz uh, I, yeah I rushed back to England 
I actually quit my job here in Norway and I bought a bike and cycled back to England <laughs> uh, as like a pilgrimage of some sort. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got back and I told my family and they all thought I was crazy. And that's, uh, that was actually what swung me into a kind of depressed stage where I was saddened by the fact that I was so alone in this. Mm. You know, that I had no one else to talk to about these things. You know, everyone was like, well, he's crazy, man. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was, um, I had to go back in and rethink why I had had these awakenings. Why, why, why me? I was like, why have you chose me, God? You know, like, why do I know these things? And none of the people I grew mm. up with know these things, you know? And yeah, yeah it can be a lonely place mm. to to go through that. I think uh, going through these layers of depression, sometimes you just need that in the sense of uh, the loneliness and the, I think that there's Matt, I think Matt Khan is saying, do you know Matt Khan? No. no he's a spiritual YouTube uh, guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Guru. I like a spiritual <laughs> yeah. YouTube guy. I think if you Google that, there's like yeah, 50 yeah. million. Yeah. He has a lot of, he has a lot of like, um, gatherings but everything is filmed and put on youtube okay and he has a lot of wisdom uh um all is well all is well and uh love That's whatever it. arises <laughs> and things like that so anyway um yeah he says that that okay um if unjudged or if not judged um depression is a stage of awakening uh i think that's the quote and that it makes a lot of sense to me in many of my processes to go through this to realize okay when i feel depressed or feel lonely feel like an outsider it's it's not because i'm necessarily an outsider or necessarily lost it's just uh uh this place where i've been holding on to a lot of things that doesn't work anymore uh and also including what you're saying now like this kind of thing when we go into this spiritual no better uh it creates a lonely space for us because we feel like an outsider mm -hmm. uh yeah I, i don't remember my point actually but i don't i don't think it's yeah. uh, necessary it's like mm. um because i did i did do it i tried mm. to force people to understand yeah. things that i knew and I, i learned from that that was me being outside of myself mm. you know mm. the, the way is to really lead by example and to just live a better be a better version of who you yeah. are and then let them see that. Yeah. Let exactly. them see the transformation. Lead by example. Yeah. I like that. Because you know, actually, in my uh, mm. studies, in my thesis I, at, at university, I did an investigate the role, of, an investigation of the role of individual identity upon pro-environmental behaviors. One more time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> an investigation of the role of individual identity upon pro-environmental behaviors. Okay. So how we define ourselves Mm -hmm. how that affects our behavior behaviors yeah. so yeah. because the premise was the premise was that the leaders of the world were capitalists and um they saw the world in just resources and numbers mm -hmm. and that i was leaning towards the indigenous perspective the the world if we see the world as personified that we have a mother and a mother yeah, earth yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and all yeah. these mm -hmm. sorts of things and so um my my premise was that i i looked at economists and mathematicians and then environmentalists to see if there was differences in their pro-environmental behaviors mm -hmm. assuming that they saw the world in different ways and what came out was that there really wasn't much of a difference unfortunately and that <laughs> and that showed that there's a thing called the knowledge action gap or the value action gap uh -huh. which is that regardless of the knowledge that someone possesses it doesn't always transmit into behavior yeah 
And so I I try to focus on trying to mm. practice what I preach rather mm. than just preaching to everyone all the time now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Um, that, that's but good. like back to... We, we watched this video clip uh, uh, of this unfuckable guy from... Is the Danish guy? It's Danish guy. Um, yes. Wonderful guy. I, I just want to have him like stick around in the back all the time and like just whisper in my ear like yeah. it's all good mm-hmm. uh, well everyone's a mirror right so if you're trying to convince a mirror who are you trying to convince that's a good point <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and, but it, and but it, it's something I realized when you talked is is this uh, I always think for every layer I've kind of realized in myself I believe I become a better version of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for instance, leading by example is something that I've, it's kind of the, that's also kind of the, the Messiah thing in, in a, like, okay, so the, 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 the not very well version of the Messiah uh, thing is that you, you uh, think you know better. Mm-hmm. Um, and the better version of the Messiah thing is that you lead by example, mm-hmm. Right. Don't do you, do don't you know litter. What, yeah. what? Don't litter. Don't litter. Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? Throwing rubbish on the floor. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so for every layer, I I I figure out in myself, I also quite often see that okay, I believed what I did there was to lead by example, but what I actually did was to throw a lot of things. Uh, in pretending to be a leader, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, for I've realized that it within me so many times that I yeah. still do that. Like I think I'm leading by example, but mm-hmm. I'm actually just putting out facts for other people to yeah. uh, supposedly pick up. And, well, I, uh, I have to, I have to, I have to get this off my chest now mm-hmm. because I just had like the most insane realization. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a parent. I have three children. It's beautiful. Do I lead by example or am I just pushing these ideas yeah. into their minds which I am not living up to? Mm. Like like your very textbook example was like, stop sitting on the phone all the time. Stop, kids, stop sitting on the phone all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. so annoying. Uh, it's, mm. uh, uh, because I want, you know, like I want them to... to you know to, what my mom to be, always... be their best or I want them to, to like be better than me almost mm. right but it's 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 attacking it, it from the completely wrong angle yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my mom always says this don't do as we do do as we say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's kind of funny I've come yeah. to peace you know that there's going to be there's like a shift or a, a splitting a separation going on on the planet I've come, I've come to peace with that that there's people who will believe different things Mm. Um, and yeah. I, that doesn't stop me from having a moral hierarchy within myself and mm. me trying, me knowing f- what's up and down and what's the do's and don'ts and what's rights and wrongs, um, for me and uh-huh. that, that I can try and seek to improve that and learn it as I grow and mm. become better and all these sorts of things. And yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a big thing for me to come to peace with. In and it's a surrendering. It's a surrendering because you want everyone to. That's word. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's a <laughs> surrender. Yeah, the word. It's Rabbe's favorite word. What do you think about surrender, Rabbe? I think uh, we need to surrender to the schedule. <laughs> so uh, are we up? <laughs> uh, 
a moon. Time. Yes. Time. <laughs> so we actually are on schedule uh, right now, but we need to conclude <laughs> because in uh, one minute and 30 seconds, Ulf is going to have his weekly quotes. Oh, okay. So, so we um, need to conclude. Yeah. Well, how, how do we conclude? Well, this, from a uh, scale, from mm-hmm. zero to hun- 100, how unforgettable is this experience called life, William? Uh, 100% unfuckable. Uh, yeah. yeah that's were, a, were you uh, Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. I think uh, I would also say 100%. And I think this show today had has also proven it, that it is possible to just let it be what it is and invite someone we didn't know, but we know. Yeah. Uh, which is part of everything. So I think uh, it's quite a hundred percent. Yes. What what Robert said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm going to just raise it. I like mm. it's like a million percent because mm. it's truer than true. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a deeply hidden fact within ourselves. But I re- mm. do recommend everyone check this out because it's uh, it it makes going to the grocery store so much more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, you know when. No, sorry. When things go, <laughs> when the line is all backed up and things are horrible, you can just mm. sort of like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. There's only lessons, no mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's, <laughs> exactly. And everyone's staring you on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think my conclusion is actually this, the exact same thing as last week, which is <laughs> that it, it is always a choice. You have to actually choose that, okay. I choose the life. I choose the unfuckable life, and then that's what I'm gonna see. That's that's what I'm gonna experience. But if I'm denying it, I'm not gonna find it or mm. experience the unfuck. Because it seems it it sounds a lot more fun to have an unfuckable life. I would say. So now uh, it's uh, over to you, Ulf. Oh yes. Yes. And now every, as you all, our faithful viewers know, at once a week, I search the internet far and wide or even maybe ask old sages or wise people about some, some, some uh, fragments of wisdom that I can share at the, at the deep end of this, uh, this uh, thing called the wake-up show. And then I print it out on a piece of paper and I uh, share it with, with you guys. And I think, as, I think this... I think this time around, I really like hit the thing on the pin on the what's it called again? Hit the, the nail. Nail. The nail. The hammer on the nail. Yeah. Yes. So I'm gonna like let's see if you if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. It's uh, actually Michael Jackson. MJ said that. MJ, yeah, and I checked he he wrote the song, so it's yeah. He didn't steal it. (laughs) Oh, did he steal it? I don't know. Does does it matter? No. Does it make it less? He he took it from another part of. I think it actually. I think he took it from the man in the mirror. Mm. (laughs) Powerful quote, though. Nevertheless, it's a. That's a powerful. I've never heard that before. I like it. You like it? Yes. Yeah. So, are so, we good? We are good. Thank it's, you for joining us. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, been I, enjoyable. I love that we can do something like this. Just invite someone who say, "Hey," and then, <laughs> yeah, uh, remind people about the patron. Oh perhaps? yes, yes. 
Ooh, hello. This is Ulf from Patreon. It's this is a um, you know you'd go into this website patreon.com/slash/thewakeupshow and you can check out our different tiers and you can support the show with a uh, monthly yeah monthly amount, amount. and uh, uh, and you can get a coffee mug with the Wake Up Shop Show logo on it. I'm holding up the mug now yeah. because I forgot it. We are waiting for it from the print, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Um, but yes, so your support really makes a difference, and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this. And obviously, we're gonna have Jim Carrey as a guest, and, yes. and you you want to see that happening? He was a guest today, actually, a little bit in a way. In Which the video, was, yeah, you had yes. him in the video. I, yeah, I like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, William. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. It's been so great. Let's uh, let's wrap this up. Do like this, and I push uh, like uh, like that. Yeah, I think too.